another Saturalia has come and gone. And what a beautiful holiday it was for us here. How you doing, everyone? And welcome back to the ESOTR Christmas greeting card. I'm your host of Arwen, and I am sitting with my beautiful wife and uh, paladin in arms, Aurora, right in front of our fire, going over our uh, our evening together, and of course the last year in Elder Scrolls as well. And uh, we thought we'd give you our uh, we wanted to give you our our warmest and most heartfelt. Season's greetings to you. How you doing, sweetie? I'm tired. <laughs> I had too much meat. And you, my dear husband, <laughs> way too much meat. Yes. The, uh, the old party at the Winking Skeever was uh, <laughs> quite... Uh, there's a, a lot going on today. And they throw a good party, though, you know, between the, the, the food and the drink and the, the music and all of our family. It was, it was beautiful. I'm surprised I got you to dance. <laughs> I suppose I have the mead to thank for that. I, I felt ready. It was time. <laughs> <laughs> it was time. So we're sitting here and... Uh, Aurora was good enough to make uh, make some sweet rolls for us as we went live, and I uh, poured myself a little a little uh, a little nightcap on the mead there, and uh, we were sitting in front of the fireplace here, and we we're just kind of going over things, and um, you know, from the last year, I mean, the the uh, the end of the year is so close, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah, you know, not to, to reflect a little bit. And um, one of the things that we were, we were talking about was uh, where uh, Elder Scrolls Blades was announced this year at E3 2018, which sounds like, I don't know, it feels like, it feels like a million years ago at this point because it was announced and then um, we were waiting for it and then it wasn't, and now it's not. It was supposed to be like this this month, and now it's it's been delayed. I don't know. I was looking forward to it, and um, it's coming in 2019. You know, of course they they're saying early 2019, but you know, can't come fast enough. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to playing uh, Blades on my phone. That's for sure. And I was ex I was excited when it was announced. What what, what are your thoughts on? I agree. I, uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. I really like the fact that we've come so far with technology that now we can immerse ourselves into a beautiful video game on our phones. Mm. Video games on phones used to be so trivial and silly. No, um, and this one seems to be very, very similar to Skyrim, but something you can take with you. 
which I think is really, really something else. Yeah. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it for sure. But um, you know, that was that was that was one of the big things that uh, that happened in in 2018 was was Blades was was announced and then delayed. And but uh, but we did get that epic uh, Elder Scrolls Six trailer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm expecting that 2022 around there. <laughs> now, what makes you say that? Because um, that's frustratingly far, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels that way. Right. Um, well, it usually takes Bethesda like three years to develop anything. And... Yeah, you know, they've got uh, they've got that space game coming out that they're working on right now. So there's that that hasn't even been like really formally announced. So so mm-hmm. it's like so we've got the space game that's in front of this thing, and then and then Elder Scrolls Six. So it's like okay, you know we're at least you know two three years from. Um, I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, or at least two three years from that, and then. They're going to start up with Elder Scrolls Six. That's going to be another what three years. So that's what makes me say, you know, like twenty twenty two somewhere around there. Well, I feel torn about it because, on the one hand, I I want them to release it because it's exciting and everyone's waiting for it with bated breath. And at the same time, I want them to do it right yeah I, I i agree and there's there's been some controversy in um among like bethesda fans with with what what bethesda's been doing lately and i gotta be honest like i'm a little concerned that um when when elder Scrolls 6 does come out it's it's not going to it's gonna have some some really like controversial like consumer practices in it and you know, I don't I don't want Elder Scrolls Six to be filled with, you know, a bunch of like digital garbage in there that no one's gonna want. Well that's why I'm saying that I think it's I would rather them err on the side of caution. Yes, it's hard to be patient and as you know, dear husband, I mm. am not the most patient woman. You? Yeah. Come on. I'm just saying I'm not the most patient woman in Tamriel. I can admit that. <laughs> I accept that. You always say it's charming. I met giants in the field that have a little more patience than you. <laughs> I guess that's why we have a big bucket of toes outside. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, listen. Is it me who's collecting them? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I use them for potion making, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying is that, you know, I'm, I'm not incredibly patient by any stretch of the imagination. I would, but I would rather them uh, take that time to iron out some of those difficulties. You know, um, give a beta, perhaps. For for elder for elder scroll yeah, six yeah it's an idea yeah you know 
I mean, that, I'd be okay with that if they if they actually listened to feedback from it. Well, of, of course, that's it would really render the beta useless if they did not. Yeah, but that that seems to be like what what companies are doing these days. It's like, oh, here's a beta. Oh well, here's a whole bunch of things wrong with this damn thing. Okay, fine, whatever. Here's the game. <laughs> really? <laughs> like we what? told you, we told you a whole bunch of stuff that's wrong with this game. You know, and Bethesda does that a lot too. Um, you know, or at least it see it feels like they 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 have done that in the past with certainly uh, Fallout seventy six. Well, that seems rather a silly waste of resources. Oh yeah. I guess that just kind of cuts right to the heart of it now, doesn't it? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if necessarily like a, a beta for Elder Scrolls Six is is really going to make a difference one way or the other. But just being vocal about it, I suppose, like the qualities, uh, properties, uh, the things that we want to see in that game, um, and being vocal about it in the community. You know, get to the forums. Tell, you know, start start forum topics in there. Uh, tweet them. Get it on their Facebook page. You know, of course, any kind of social media. Interact with them in that way. Um, you know, certainly. Uh, you know, tell us. We'll be you know happy to get on the microphone and relay you know that information on air too. And um, hopefully that'll that'll help out a little bit as well. So I guess just being like you know good vocal community members about what we want to see in. Um, in an Elder Scrolls 6 as far as like features go I know one thing I would love to see that I kind of missed in Skyrim I want to see deep hearty quest lines yeah in, in Skyrim there were several times when I would get a quest and I would get so excited and and just eager to to jump into this quest and, and saying to myself, wow, this is going to take a while and and it's going to be great. It's going to take me days to kind of get through this and figure this puzzle piece out and get to that place. And then when it ended in the blink of an eye, oh yeah, I felt really... Uh, well, cheated. To be on yeah, cheated, yeah. To, to be frank. Oh, yeah, it's... it's uh, you know, you're, look, there, there were... There were um, there were quests in in uh, Skyrim uh, that that definitely made you feel uh, fulfilled as far as storyline goes. I don't think the main quest was one of them at all. No, no. I enjoyed. Um, I'm not remembering what it was called, but it's the quest when uh, it's your duty to end the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Um. And, and I loved that quest in particular because when you're in that hut and you're asked to choose somebody to kill. Right. Um, I didn't want to kill anybody. And so I killed the person who was demanding I choose someone. Right. Which was not an option that was given to me. No, it wasn't an obvious option at all. And, but it was what I chose. Yeah. And a quest came up. And and I was so excited to see that because I, I I really felt I felt very powerful in that moment because I had chosen my own path sure. without it being offered to me in in some kind of obvious 
manner. Yeah. Um, and then I, I went, I found the Dark Brotherhood, and I killed everybody in there, and I was like, wow, this must be a long quest line. There must be, you know, other hideouts, and it just kind of petered out. And again, I, I felt um, I felt really cheated by that. I would have liked to have seen that go on. I, I would have spent several days happily doing that quest. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, that's a it's it's actually a really good point that you're making. Um, you're 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 being you're being dealt with. Uh, hold on a second. Um, okay, you're being you're being dealt a. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm having a hard hard time kind of putting this into words. Um, okay, Dark Brotherhood. Okay, amazing quest line. It's a great quest line. Everyone knows that. Everyone feels that. It's a great quest line. However, um, you know, in the very beginning there, that quest that you're talking about, okay, where you you have the ability to uh, choose, you know, am I going to kill one of these people? And then you alternatively decide to uh, turn around and kill the, um, kill Astrid, uh, the, 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 the lady who's the member of the Dark Brotherhood in the room. You feel really powerful in that moment because it's like, oh, I didn't even know this was a choice. And and you you've made this choice, and it just it's a really like awesome moment in Skyrim where um, you feel like you know the, you feel the openness of this open world, and then you get a quest from it, and you're like, oh my god, I unlocked like an Easter egg kind of a thing, and then you go into it more, you you follow sort of the cookie crumb trail there, and it just sort of ends abruptly. Whereas you know you you felt as if that you've you've dived into this world. And you only just dipped your toe into into the ocean. And it's not allowing you to go much further in because obviously everyone is dead. It, it would have been great if, you know, you got... Uh, you were told that there's more of these guys in Skyrim and they need to be killed. Now, look at, it at, the, other, at the other choice. Okay, you actually end up joining the Dark Brotherhood. What opens up from there is a quest line for the Dark Brotherhood that is... is universally um, praised by by everyone who plays Skyrim that that is one of if not the best depending on how much of a fan they are of the Dark Brotherhood um, of of that particular storyline so it's you know it's it's uh, it's 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 a very uh, <laughs> it's epic it really is it really is, and and the choice that you make is is epic as well. Um, and it would be great if there was a uh, equally epic uh, side alternative quest. Right, right, right. I agree. That was my point. Sweetheart, could you put another log on the fire? It's getting cold in here. Yeah, sure. Hold on. So. Okay, there we go. Um. So, getting back to the year in, in Elder Scrolls, um, Elder Scrolls Six was announced, and we would like to see um, quests that have a lot deeper, more rich uh, sort of a feel. 
to um, deeper, more rich feel to uh, to the world with with the quests. Uh, longer quests, but not for the sake of length. Quests with for the um, that really tell a great story. I would really like to see uh, them work on on maybe like their their overall storytelling when it comes to when it comes to the individual quests that you pick up. And not not every quest needs to be a sprawling epic either. No, absolutely not. Just you know, giving a a, a good amount of those long, deep, hearty quest lines that are are steeped in lore. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. From the game. You know, I think Elder Scrolls Online has a has a really great uh, example in this, where uh, you're roaming around the area, and like a, a a scene will happen between like two characters, and you stop for a minute, and you watch the scene play out, and it's like dialogue between them, and you learn something about one character because of what they're saying, you learn something about the other character because of what they're saying, and watching the interaction, you learn something about how they think about each other and the circumstances they're in and then you're able to find a way to sort of like interact with them or quickly add some sort of remedy to their problem and then you discover a quest and complete it all at the same time and get a reward and maybe like 30 seconds has gone by in this entire thing and if some of that was added to Elder Scrolls 6 you would have great storytelling and you don't need a, a huge sprawling epic quest in order to do that either so um i would welcome i would welcome that as well i think what you're referring to is just making the game more immersive mm -hmm. you know just allowing you to interact more with the characters yeah, a little bit. A little bit of that would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, speaking of Elder Scrolls Online, um, we've had a big year in uh, in ESO. And um, I want to bring you all the way back to the very beginning of 2018. When Dragon Bones Dungeon Pack was announced... And we were getting Scale Kohler Peak and Fang Lair. Remember that, guys? Plus two new battlegrounds, a brand new leveling system, home storage was added, and the outfitting station. All of these things, it seems like, have been in the game forever. They were newly added this year. Newly added this year. And, uh... Those dungeons were awesome. Um, and uh, I, I can't remember a, a, a more epic moment as, uh, as to when uh, myself and Aurora were up against a gigantic reanimated dragon breathing down our necks. And uh, there, there, there she was. There was my wife just doing what she does best, you know, laying into this, laying into this giant undead dragon. And uh, holding her I lost her own. my lucky sack in that dungeon. <laughs> I'm still bruised about that. I know. Well, we. Uh, I got you. I got you a new one for uh, for Saturalia. So. You did, and it's lovely. 
You're welcome. <laughs> what, what pissed me off was not necessarily the lucky sack that went gone, but all the uh, all the ingredients that were in there for uh, for you know the various potions we were going to like make giant's up. toes. I uh, yeah, <laughs> we have plenty of those at home. <laughs> the uh, the the bug loss uh, that that I was sad to see go. <laughs> we had a few potions in there. That took a few days to brew. That yes. that was a loss. Yeah. I yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah, but uh, the dragon bit it in the end. <laughs> Listen, he uh, we still won out that day. Mm-hmm. I may have lost my my lucky sack, but. Uh, we brought home more than the sack. Oh, yeah. And some. Yeah, kicked its ass. So, Scale Caller Peak and Fang Lair, awesome dungeons, brand new battlegrounds, new leveling system, home storage, outfitting station, all came with uh, dragon bones. And then let's not forget that uh, one of the crown jewels of this year in ESO was Somerset. We got a chance to go to Somerset Isles, where uh, Aurora, you know, had a moment to uh, sort of slip out of her armor and put on uh, some. Lovely uh, elven-made uh, cloth from from uh, Somerset. It was not as comfortable. <laughs> I know that sounds strange, but I I now feel so at home in my armor. You you know what I'm talking about. You feel the same way. Yeah, no, I mean there's there's you know there's something about a nice uh, hot, Breton hard plate over your chest versus a uh, you know. Stinky elven doublet <laughs> covering, <laughs> covering it up. Um, so so uh, yeah, we had a chance to go to Somerset, explored around there, had some had some fine adventures there with uh, some of the uh, the creatures around that area. We went to uh, Artaeum and met the Sigic Order. Jewelry crafting was was something that came with Somerset as well, including Cloudrest uh, Cloudrest Temple with that trial, and uh, Zoss also added in brand new login rewards and gifting, and even daily battleground re- rewards. I mean, Somerset was a massive, massive addition to uh, to ESO. It was great. Um, another thing that happened this year was Morrowind became the default version of ESO, and, and as a result, Battlegrounds became a part of the base game. And they started offering the uh, the Warden class separately from uh, from Morrowind too. So so you had so if you wanted if you wanted the Warden class, you could buy that, or if you wanted Morrowind, you could just buy that if you didn't want the Warden class, or you could just get the package and get it all together. So. Um, so it was nice that you you had the choice there. It was, it was that was that I that I appreciated, and that was new this year as well. And uh, speaking of adventures, okay, werewolves became a thing toward the end of the year with uh, the new Wolf Hunter dungeon pack, hmm. March of Sacrifices, Moon Hunter Keep, right? I don't know how I feel about the werewolves. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> They were, uh, they were a pain in the ass. <laughs> no good. But uh, werewolf, uh, werewolf players got a little bit of a buff there, and uh, we had a new battleground map, uh, Asterius Outpost, 
and respecking your character's skills got a lot easier. So that'll happen with Wolf Hunter. And um, I would say probably last but not least was uh, Merkmeyer, the uh, the brand new DLC, Argonian themed DLC. That brought us into Southern Black Marsh, which includes uh, quests, world bosses, delves, plus you know new armor sets and the new arena, Black Rose, uh, excuse, yeah, Black Rose Prison. So um, it was good, uh, good going out there and meeting some uh, new Argonian friends of ours, crawling around the swamp. <laughs> They're partially responsible for. Several of the glasses of mead you had tonight. Or, oh, yeah. Or wholly responsible, in fact. Holy. That's Argonians, man. They know how to drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was Elder Scrolls Online this year, and uh, nothing, uh, nothing, quite caps, uh, nothing quite caps off a year. Like, uh, like some, some brand new... Um, Brand new DLC that had come to the game, so Mark Merkmeyer was definitely a, a welcome, a welcome addition to the game. How are you feeling? You a little, little warmer now? I'm still cold, actually. Could you please get my blanket from? Me? Thank you. There you go. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Got like six blankets on you right now. <laughs> I think I got a chill riding the horses home. Yeah, from the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll wink and skeever. It's cold out there today. It's a uh, mm. pretty hard wind blowing around solitude. Yes. yes. Bitter. Yeah. Cold out there. Throw another log on the fire. Well, uh, this this year was actually a little bit of a change for us as well. Um we actually said goodbye to to some friends, and we welcomed some more. Uh, Mithril came to to our show, and uh, if he's uh, if he's listening to this, uh, you're you're uh, been an amazing and welcome uh, welcome addition to to the show. And uh, we changed the format of of the show as well. ESOTR is now classic, and classic is now Elder Scrolls Off the Record. So, uh, Mithra coming on board, helping us out with the lore, uh, has been really fantastic. And, uh... I was very excited about that change. Yeah. He's... Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. He's a great addition. And, uh, you know, when the format of the show ha has to change from, you know, where we were, which was, you know, really more, like, news-related stuff to, to more lore-based stuff, um... We need we need folks that that really understand the lore a little bit better than than maybe some others, and uh, it was good it was good having him on board. It was exciting. He's good people, Mithril. I, I would fight a dragon alongside him yeah, any but... day. <laughs> I would. He would he would fight a, he would fight a dragon alongside us. <laughs> I think he would. I think you're right he about would. that. He absolutely would. I I've been through a few um a, a few a few dungeons with him. Remember um. I think it was a couple of months ago. You uh, you took that um, yes 
journey. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say, but go ahead. Yes, yeah, a couple of months ago, uh, Aurora had gone out to, um, she left from solitude on uh, on foot on a pilgrimage, heading into um, the the, uh, the Jarrell Mountains. And uh, so while she was gone, um, Mithril had uh, had come to me, and, and he was interested in... in um, making his way over to some uh, some ruins that he had heard about. And, uh, you know, we kind of got into it a little bit out, uh, out there. It got a little it got a little rough in some spots. Um, and normally, uh, you know, normally I got Zephan, uh, you know, with me as well. But he's he's taking um, he's taking a pilgrimage out to um, his family um, over in elsewhere. So, you know, I, we don't know when when he's going to be around again, but we miss him so much. Um, but he wasn't, you know, Zephan wasn't around either. So it was just myself and Mithril. And, um, needless to say, uh, there was, there was, uh, a lot of throwing down that happened in, in some of those areas. And at one point we even, uh, squared off against a, uh, a lich. And, uh, those suckers are no joke. So it was, um, so, so Mithril is definitely good people, you know, mm. sticking around against the lich. So, I wonder sometimes if he came to you when I was away on purpose. <laughs> I think it was just coincidental. Knowing that uh, you would get into some trouble, <laughs> and I might advise against otherwise <laughs> against going there. Oh, let's be honest. Eh? You would have been uh, you would have been right there in the middle of the whole the whole fray too. You know, I don't think you would have been advising differently. I think you would have been egging me on just so you can get uh, get your. You know what, husband? You know me better than I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but that's why I say I remember that journey so well because when I came back, my God, you were a mess, <laughs> a mess. Yeah, but it was worth it because I get to punch a lich directly in the chin, and that was freaking amazing. <laughs> that felt good. And that took a lot of giant's toes to nurse you back to health. <laughs> Lots of potion that week. <laughs> we ran out of our supply of uh, of blue mountain flower for sure on that one. <laughs> yes, and then I had to deal with that skeever infestation a couple of houses down by myself. And you know how I feel about skeevers. Gnarly. Nasty little critters. Oh. Gnarly little bastards. All right. Well, I uh, I think it's time for bed, sweetie. So um, maybe we should get some rest. Oh. Close this up. I'm I'm okay with that. All right. Yes. Well, listen, um, I want to end this off with just a word to our listeners. Um, thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. And, uh, and for listening and downloading um, all throughout 2018. Um, last year, uh, ESOTR was, was standing on some pretty solid numbers that we hadn't seen ever. And uh, we've never declined from there. In fact, we've only uh, gone up. And now uh, we're at a point where I can, I can honestly tell you that our, our listener base, our subscriber base, is double that of uh, 2014 which was our highest moment when Elder Scrolls Online had first debuted so for all of you out there subscribed listening, downloading um, who follow us on Twitter at Elder Scrolls OTR I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart 
Um, it wasn't easy getting on the microphone today. Um, it's been a wonderful holiday. It really has. Uh, but Aurora and I came home from the Winking Skeever exhausted and falling asleep. And honestly, um, this was kind of the, this was this was the last thing I wanted to do tonight. Uh, but I'm not gonna let you guys down and not have our greeting card, uh, which has become I think tradition at this point, um, here for you guys. And you know, of course, I'm glad we we stuck it out. But I stuck it out, and we stuck it out for you, uh, our listeners, who have always just added support and and love and understanding when when um maybe we couldn't make it on every single every single week so thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh sticking with us all throughout 2018 and uh with that i'll give the uh, the final word over to my uh, my lovely wife well i'd also like to say to the listeners thank you for supporting my husband in the good work that he does I can vouch that he works tirelessly to put out the best quality work that he can. Um, and that's not always easy when you wear so many hats in life. Um, and I've seen him um, have a private moment of stress that it's not going to be good enough for all of you um, and of course that only makes him work harder uh, and he does that for you so thank you for your continued support and we hope you have a wonderful rest of the year and we wish you all of life's blessings in the new year to come happy new life festival happy Saturalia merry Christmas and happy holidays take care everyone be safe. And as always, may the foos be with you. Good night, everybody.